You're listening to the Tales of Leadership podcast. This podcast is for leaders at any phase on their leadership journey to become a more purposeful and accountable leader, what I like to call a pal. Join me on our journey together towards transformational leadership. Welcome back to Tales of Leadership. I'm your host, Josh McMillian, an active duty Army officer and the founder of McMillian Leadership Coaching. And I'm on a mission to create better leaders, what I like to call purposeful, accountable leaders. My vision is to end toxic leadership and promote transformational stories and skills by touching 1 million lives in the next 10 years. Today, I'm going to be going over another leadership topic with you guys as we continue to build out our leadership bridge, discussing the six different phases of leadership. So far, I've already covered the first two phases of leadership, self-leadership and situational leadership, and also did an episode where I outlined each one of the phases. So make sure you go back and you listen to those. I also have already provided you seven ways that you can lose at strengthening relationships, the third phase of leadership. Today, we are going to go into seven ways that you can win at the third phase of leadership, which is strengthening relationships. Let's go ahead and begin. Remember, strengthening relationships is the decisive point in a leader's journey. If you fail to connect personally with your team, you fail to inspire. Leadership at its core is to provide purpose, direction, and motivation. To achieve this, you have to inspire. You must inspire. That is the definition of leadership, at least through my lens. Each position you hold is unique. There will never be a perfect opportunity to connect personally with each member on your team. However, be intentional with your time and understand that results are demanded, meaning from your job. Your job is to continue building authentic relationships while challenging your team to produce results. So here are seven ways that you can win at the third phase of leadership, which is strengthening relationships. We'll start with this quote. You are not a leader in the eyes of your team until they see you as a leader first. So the first way to win at strengthening relationships is understanding yourself. Before connecting with others, you must master yourself. Part of connecting authentically with your organization starts with you. Leaders must have a deep connection to themselves. Take the time to answer some of these questions before building relationships with individuals in your team. What type of leader will you choose to be? What do you value most in life? What values do you want to be replicated within your organization? Before you ever sit down with a team member, understand yourself first. Two ways I have begun to master myself are first, creating deliberate time to think. Quiet reflection on powerful questions has allowed me to reflect deeply on who I choose to be in this world. And then second, seek constructive candor from others you have worked with. Receiving feedback from people who may not like you is powerful and a great way to see behind the curtain. Identifying dead space is where leaders learn to grow. What does your enemy think about you? That's powerful. So the second way to win at strengthening relationships is removing the door. This is by far my favorite. 
each military organization I've ever been a part of has leaders that say the same phrase. We all have an open door policy. There's also another saying that I heard, which is garbage in and garbage out. Suppose you have a policy that encourages others to use it and you become frustrated when someone actually takes you up on that offer. In that case, you are negatively influencing those values you want to be reflected in your organization. I challenge you to remove the doors from the wall. Be a sledgehammer and tear down all barriers between you and your team. To become a purposeful, accountable leader or a pal, you must create a safe and open environment where team members tear down walls. They do not build them. Remember, leadership is not a destination. Leaders are not sitting on a mountaintop requiring their team to reach them every time they need feedback or direction. Your job is to be transparent and available at all times, period. Remove the doors. The third way to win at strengthening relationship is throwing out the book. We all have leaders that make decisions based on policies, manuals, or textbooks. There is a time and a place to follow a detailed instruction manual. However, leadership is inherently messy and by the book is rarely the correct way to do something. Do you know what separates a toxic leader in my eyes that rules from authority from a transformational leader that empowers and inspires? It's intuition. It's not following bureaucratic processes or systems that tell you how to act feel, or think. Pals must balance being proficient in their craft, but be willing to throw out the book. And here's kind of an example. Why does the American military do so well in conflict? Because war is chaos. In the army, we empower our leaders to make decisions based on the present threat. The bottom line is that leadership is chaotic and messy. Sometimes as a leader, you must throw out the book and follow your gut. And here's a quote that I developed. Sometimes the best education a leader can have is experience. So the next way to win at strengthening relationships is practice the golden rule. The universe is funny. I have learned that the energy you produce is the same that you are going to receive. A fact in leadership is to treat others how you want to be treated. This is also known as the grandmother rule, right? Treat your grandmother like you would want others to treat her. Plant the seeds if you're going to grow and achieve extraordinary results. If you try to reap before connecting personally with individuals on your team, there can be no harvest and your leadership bridge will remain unfinished. You'll never achieve your true potential or the organization will never achieve their true potential. And then worse off, the individuals that you lead could never achieve their full potential. It takes time to develop and strengthen relationships and earn trust. Remember, trust is earned and that takes time. Eventually, you will have your team's trust through routine, accountability and discipline. Remember, if you want to be a rad leader, you have to have routines, you have to be accountable, and you need to be disciplined. If you fail here, you have culminated in your leadership journey and harmed your reputation for years to go. I had an old boss that I absolutely love, Colonel Frazier, and he once said, and this was his motto really in leadership is be humble, work well with others, and give each day 100%. 
purposeful, accountable leaders treat others as they want to be treated. The next way to win at strengthening relationships is constructive candor. And I use this a lot and it continues to repeat itself throughout my leadership, but this is a very important point. An organization that can have healthy debates without infighting will overcome any challenges. In the book, Radical Candor by Kim Scott, she discusses how leaders can achieve candor in two ways. First, leaders need to give a damn about their people and care personally. Without authentic connections, your team is just going through the motions and afraid to give constructive criticism. And we're never going to grow unless we call out a problem. As a leader, you need bold team members willing to tell you when the organization is off track. All right, team, let's take a quick break from this episode. And I want to share a message from McMillian Leadership Coaching, a company that I founded. So what do I do? I help leaders discover their purpose, create long-term growth plans, and take inspired action. I believe everything rises and falls on leadership. Regardless of where you are in life, one fact is true. You are a leader of others, your family, and most importantly, yourself. To lead others well starts with you. Stop surviving and start thriving in life. Here's three easy steps to get started. Go to mcmillianleadershipcoaching.com and schedule a call today. It's free. You have nothing to lose. Number two, start the 100-day leadership challenge. And then number three, simply grow your leadership. We all have greatness inside, but it's up to us to forge those abilities. Become the leader your team needs. Back to the podcast. Second, when confronting someone on your team, do it privately. Don't do it publicly. It's a cardinal sin for a leader to criticize someone on the team in a public open space. If you do this, you are only creating an unhealthy work environment that devalues constructive candor. Develop an environment where all team members are willing to stand up and be heard when the organization is headed down the wrong path. The next way to win at strengthening relationships is adapt to individuals. The rule of flexibility states that a leader must adapt their oral and written communication skills to individuals on their team. Being a flexible communicator in my eyes is critical in the third phase of leadership. Each person on your team is unique and receives information differently. Your job as a leader is to determine the best way to communicate effectively with each team member. Great teams have diverse formations from all backgrounds. Diversity creates a unity and a robust team by channeling different ways of thinking, and that's powerful. Your job is to communicate clearly and pull out information from your team to advance the organization forward. As a leader, you must remain flexible and adapt to individuals if you want your message clearly understood. And here's a quote by Albert Einstein. The measure of intellect is the ability to change. The final way to win at strengthening relationships is creating crucible events. Having conversations with your team members is not enough to create authentic relationships. You need to build that environment. You must think outside the box and generate 
team events to create discomfort. Yes, I want you to infuse your organization with discomfort because in discomfort causes growth. Military units create crucible events all the time to prepare for either a deployment or a major training milestone. Each milestone is a passage of rights in a way. As your progress gets closer to your goal, each milestone forges a deeper trust within that organization. A leader's job is to create fun and challenging events, ultimately developing a more versatile organization. Every great formation that I have ever served with used crucible events to shape how the organization thinks and solves complex problems. Creating crucible events can induce stress in a controlled environment and helps mitigate risk, especially when the real thing happens. The goal is to fail in those events so your team is prepared to execute when they're faced with the real problem. Do not wait for something to happen. Instead, create crucible events today that challenge the team for tomorrow's problems. All right, team, it's time for our after action review. Let's quickly go over the seven ways that you can win at strengthening relationships. We covered understanding yourself. We covered removing the doors. Number three was to throw out the book, my personal favorite. Number four is practicing the golden rule. Number five was constructive candor. Number six was adapting to individuals, tapping into the rule of flexibility. And then number seven was creating crucible events. So here are my final thoughts. The third phase of our leadership journey is our decisive point. Leaders will build authentic relationships by moving towards their team or Leaders will lead with authority and position. To progress on your leadership journey, you must first learn to master yourself. How will you choose to show up in this world? Once you truly understand who you decide to be, you can create meaningful relationships that stand the test of time. Always be approachable as a leader and remove the barriers between you and your team. Your goal is to create a collaborative environment where people in your organization practice disciplined disobedience. Is your team willing to stand up when the organization is headed down the wrong path? Above all, to truly create meaningful bonds, you must challenge your team by creating crucible events. These events are not designed to break individuals down. They are designed to build a team up and instill the confidence needed during stressful times. So here are three questions that you need to spend some time reflecting on after you've listened to this episode. The first one is, what can you do now to remove the doors? Number two is, how can you create an environment that allows constructive criticism? And then finally, in what ways can you induce stress into your team through crucible events? So I don't think you know this, so I'm going to go ahead and cover it, is that every time that I go over one of these leadership topics with you, there is an accompanied blog article on mcmillionleadershipcoaching.com. So you can go to my website, mcmillionleadershipcoaching.com, find the accompanied blog post and read it. 
as I'm actually going through the episode itself or the podcast episode will be embedded there. It's just another tool that I provide you guys to help you with your leadership. Hey, if you've gotten any value from today's episode, do me a favor, leave a review and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to by being able to rate it and then subscribing helps me out tremendously. But what would help me out the most is if you can share this episode with someone just starting out on their leadership journey. That would mean the world to me. I'm your host, Josh McMillian, saying every day's a gift. Don't waste yours. I'll see you next time.